Christians be like, don't celebrate Halloween. Better do something different. But then they will promote trunk or treats. Bitch, what do you think you're doing? What do you think we're celebrating that you're not celebrating? What do you think your kid thinks about trunk or treat? That's what you're doing for Halloween, bro. What, like, what you're celebrating it. it. Hey, it's Brandon. Hey, it's Chelsea. And welcome to the Halloween episode of the Religious Dropouts Podcast. If you didn't think we just were dressing like this just to dress like this. Because who knows? Who knows? So Um, if you are listening, you're just going to have to listen for what we say we're dressed as. Oh, God, that's such a good point. If you're watching. This this is what you needed to YouTube. If you're listening, go to YouTube right now. Uh, Chelsea, do you want to describe me and see if our listeners would know what I'm, what I am? And then I'll describe you and see if our listeners would know what you are. Um, always solving cases. Uh, I will say that the, the helper, you know what I'm saying? The little helping hand, uh, naked mole rat, um, is the best friend. And you should know immediately. Um, and, and then I'll just, I'll just give you this, the male counterpart of our infamous sound. Okay, that's got to give it away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And your name is? Ron Stoppable. Hey! Great. A major character in a a show. Um, And then uh, my podcast co-host is... um, (laughs) Don't take this the wrong way, but uh, Delicious and... uh, you heard it here um, first, religious dropouts. You heard it here first. Part waffle, part, <laughs> part chocolate, <laughs> pink-faced, we're calling it strawberry core, Ben and Jerry's. Ooh, um, I'm crying. She is, if you haven't guessed it yet, an ice cream cone. Yeah, yep. You, and it's it's just such a pleasure to be here in this ice cream get up like what a gift what a gift such a gift it was hard because if you can think about i imagine you guys probably struggle with this every day knowing you're going to record your podcast and it's coming out on halloween so you know (laughs) i'm obviously joking but going through that struggle of being like okay i want something that's like somewhat recognizable from the waist up right like brandon's got his backpack his little freckles his little naked mole rat like you know the gloves but for me, I'm just like, I don't know what to do. So I went through a lot of different things. And so I just, by going through the aisles of Target, nothing blessed me more than this super sweet ice cream sundae. Cone. That's a Target find? Dude, Target all day. I can't even wow. believe it. Yeah. Yep. So um, hot take here, because I know, you know, you've been very passionate about your breakfast foods and uh, meats. I'm sorry, breakfast meats. Uh, so going into today's episode, I figured we'd stay on that food path. And mm-hmm. I wonder your favorite Halloween candy. Give it to us straight up. Straight up, it's a Reese's. Really? Um, peanut butter cup, not the minis. Okay. Um, like a Reese's cup. Yep. And I will trade you all of my Halloween candy if that means I have more of those. Wow. Really? As a okay. kid, definitely too. Yeah. yeah. But no you know what? It. My favorite switches all the time. That's just, I, this is actually a part of my personality is I struggle to name my favorites. So. Yeah, I do too because I have so many. But I will say Milky Way till I die. I mean, really? I just there's something there's something about the caramel goodness, man. I love caramel. I love. I would caramel. have, I would have never expected you to be that. Really? Yeah, what because you- your vibe is your vibe is maybe <laughs> Skittle. <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. It, are you homophobic? What no. are you trying to say? Because it's the rainbow. It's Weird. Starburst. It like Starburst. It's oh, it's it. gummy nerd. Um, oh, dude, nerds gummies are so good, bro. It's Wait. air airhead extremes, and it's not because all of those are colorful. I just t- I just have a, a snack or two with dude. you, and I know that you're 
watermelon. It's just like that sour patch kid. You know what I mean? Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, I am a sour patch kid. Absolutely. Anyway, through and through. But, um, I, I love speaking of, um, of, uh, rainbows and stuff. Skittles during pride month, they make all their Skittles like white and their bag Mm -hmm. is like, we're leaving the rainbow for people who I'm like, stop Skittle. You motherfuckers are so precious. Okay. Anyway. I like when, uh, and this is like, somebody's going to be like these liberals and the things they celebrate. Oh, for but sure. Yeah. When, um, Hershey's does the, uh, does the candy bars that say she, they highlight the she in like different oh, colors or like, yeah. a. I, love I don't know if too. it's women's history or if it's just yeah. celebrating women, period. Celebrating women entrepreneurs, I think too, like women, women owned businesses, something like stuff. that. But still, not as cool as the Skittles going going white. That's pretty dang cool. Yeah, I love love it. Yeah. So, um, things about Halloween, you know, a lot of Christians like to say it's very spooky. Um, which which you know, you had mentioned something earlier about spooky theology. So please, oh. <laughs> and you had to name us sp- the spookiest theological uh, concept. What what would you what do you think? Oh, well, right off the bat, I think uh, the rapture is pretty spooky. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're telling me yeah. a bunch of motherfuckers going down and burning in cinders and staying forever in eternity of hell. That's scary to you? Weird. Yeah. I mean, tell Weird. me, Chelsea, how many, once you learned about the rapture, oh, God. don't you start to think like, don't you start to size yourself up with other Christians any day that you go like late into work or like there's a weird day where no one was at the, at the building and you're like, shit, I thought I was a good Christian, but I guess not. I'm not here. Like they're gone. Everyone's gone. (laughs) Dude, dude. I remember hearing about a youth group once. I will never forget. It was like probably right after I left the church of the Nazarene Um, and a Nazarene church youth group they did their youth event. They posted it like on their Instagram, which I was like on their Instagram uh-huh. page. And it was the show. It was the movie left behind. Oh and they yeah. Were, those are... Bro. They were watching that movie as a youth group. Can you even imagine even as an adult being like, yo, bro, we should go to church, buddy. And you're like 14, just hanging out with your friend. They're like, Oh, church is fun. Like free pizza, whatever. And you get to youth group and you're watching the movie left behind. Can't imagine. And for those of you that don't know, I don't either because I would never subject myself to it. But I know the synopsis is that literally the rapture happens and people get left behind. (laughs) You know what? And this will flow into the episode, I think, really well. What's wild about Christians when you're in the thick of it is you're like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. My church is showing left behind on October 30th. Like, it's going to be so impactful for our community. And it's like, what? Dude, dude, I don't know if I can say the same. Because even when I was in it, I'd be like, who, what, nope, the fuck we are. We can't well, be like, what? maybe I'm from a couple more fundamentalist uh, churches than you. No, you are literally, like literally, your background, honestly. Um, so uh, I was thinking, I was Googling actually like Halloween events in the area because I wanted to take Rory to something and I stumbled across some hilarity and I know you did too. Cause then I texted you and I was like, bro. And, oh, yeah. and I just have to, um, I think I have like maybe two or three, I don't know, but of the most cringiest Halloween titles that churches have used, because if you're, some of you are listening to this and you didn't grow up in a, in a church community. So you're just like, why would anyone have an issue with Halloween? And we ask the same question, but 100%. Christians like to make everything about them. Some Christians, a lot of Christians, and they also like to make everything an issue, like almost everything. So of yeah. course, Halloween is a very big issue for Christians. Like God forbid, better not be celebrating. So in place of Halloween, they've done other things. And um, I found a really hilarious invitation to an event if you want to go brandon i thought i'd invite you to it it this title is called be a be the light party a halloween alternative party for christians oh be be the light party and i have just one more and then i'd love for you to share if you. i kind of would like to go to the be light party and live stream to the religious dropouts account stop 
And then this one is really my favorite. It is on, um, it's on Halloween from one to two at First Christian Church, if you guys are interested. And I'm not giving the location because you know there's 5,000 First Christian Churches, so you'll never find it. But Chelsea, is that the first <laughs> church in the area or the first Christian one? It's probably both. First church, first Christians. And they're doing an event um, as an alternative to celebrating Halloween. And th their party is called the Harvest Highway. Harvest Highway. Life is a harvest highway. Yeah. We don't want to ride it with any costumes. All right. So, oh my God, Brandon, I just saw one of the ones you sent me and I'm crying. Okay. So did you, um, what were, what were some goodies you found? Well, I always love <laughs> candy carnivals and treat oh streets it, because the alliteration obviously makes the event so good. I Trunk or treats. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. you know, and I guess the, I guess those pass because it's about the candy. Right. Yeah. Right. But right. be the light party floored me when you sent that to me, dude. I can't. Harvest Highway is really interesting, mm. um, because what is so wrong with Halloween party? And that's the biggest thing. One of my friends said to me, it's so ironic that when I told her we were filming this episode, she's like, it's so ironic that Christians be like, don't celebrate Halloween. Better do something different. But then they will promote trunk or treats. Bitch, what do you think you're doing? What do you think we're celebrating that you're not celebrating? What do you think your kid thinks about trunk yeah. or treat? That's what you're doing for Halloween, bro. What, like, what you're celebrating it. It's the same thing. But you know what? When they think of secular people celebrating Halloween, they think of Freddy Krueger's. You know, I know what I mean? I and and witches and, and, and the reality is you're an ice cream cone currently and i'm a cartoon character so do you know what i mean like and rory is cat noir and this would be a great plug to find out like what does a four-year-old think halloween is about because if it really is about demons and skeletons and celebrating witchcraft like like a lot of christians suggest it is yeah. and we shouldn't celebrate it let's see what what she thinks it's about yeah let's bring her in wow say hey what's your name Louder. Rory. Rory. Okay, so we're talking about Halloween, and we're talking. Who's that guy? I don't know. You don't know who that is? Yeah. Not his costume. Who is that in real life? My disguise is so good right now. Dude, his costume. Okay, so me and Uncle Beham are talking about Halloween, and we want to know really loud in your big voice, what do you think Halloween is all about? Trick or treating. Oh, wow. Okay, and then what's trick or treating? What do you do? Okay. Love you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank Bye, you for Rory. making the podcast debut. Just a quick interview from special guest Lorelai McAdam. What I loved, Rory is so cute, by the way, like the little superhero mask, but uh, I can't wait to see the full Cat Noir because she'll kill it. Yeah, um, it's really uh, my other niece really loves Ladybug and Cat Noir, so I would not be surprised if uh, they're it. if they're twin in at all. Or no um, way, that'd be hilarious! Oh my god. Uh, what was it? What I what I wanted to say about Rory is it's cool to hear the innocence, and to to a conservative that might be well that means they're under the spell of Halloween, but like <laughs> no, I think sometimes it's just that simple. Yeah, it is. Like when a kid says it's about yep. candy, it's about community, and yep. it's just that. Yep, and it's just fun. It's just yep. fun. She went to a Halloween event last night with my mom where they literally just went like bounce house and played games, and there mm -hmm. were some skeleton decorations, and she brought back. You probably can't even see it. It's probably hard. It's this little red skeleton head that she wanted to put in the podcast mm -hmm. today. So I, I put it up naturally. And never once was she like it, – it, I guess I just – the expectation is that like her mind is corrupted. And in the reality, she spent time with her grandma. She had a great time. She played some games and she got some weird little spooky and she brought it home and was just like, look at this skeleton. I was like, cool, done. We didn't talk about it. She didn't talk about killing people. She didn't talk about. Well, scaring yeah. People. You're, you're just trying to sidestep the, the blood oath Rory and your <laughs> Rory had to take. Yeah. Very demonic. <laughs> very demonic. Yeah, how do you think she got that? Hmm. <laughs> Spooky. Oh Anyways. So 
Um, what do you think about big man energy? You think we can go? We think we're ready? Let's go. Let's go. Hmm. What you mad about now? Y'all really pressed over that shit. Wow. Big mad. Y'all got big mad energy. Y'all just want an excuse to hate. So if you guys did not know, um, recently in the world of, I don't know, like recently in E! News, <laughs> um, Kat Von D., who has been like super famously known as a tattoo artist. She had that show for a long time. Um, and then she also puts out music. She's a musician. Uh -huh. She also is um, like a, like a very, very widely known like Satanist and like uh, is very much into like witchcraft and um, Satanism. And so uh, she recently, which if you're into those things, you're still welcome here, by the way, like unlike most Christians, you probably know you are welcome here no matter what. Um, love that. But um, she got baptized recently. So it was so cool. It was just such a beautiful moment to watch um, because I remember like my baptism and, and just the moment where I really professed like because baptism is literally just you outwardly like showing your family and friends that you believe in God. Right. Like it's just kind of this right. public statement. Um, and, and so Kat Von D doing that was really cool. It was awesome. But it's the big bad. It's the big mad energy moment because people were so mad. Like you would think it would be this beautiful, like in there. And I will say there were a lot of Christians commenting on her stuff that were like, wow, welcome to the fam. Like, this is amazing. You know, that's cool. But there were so many Christians on there that were like, just saying the shittiest stuff, dude. And I took screenshots. Cause like, I can't even bro. Like there's no way there's just no way. Um, and so Anyway, after she's baptized, she posts this music video. She's dressed in like a skeleton one piece, like a leotard type of outfit. Mm -hmm. And she's just singing like it's just a song, whatever. Couple couple weeks after she's baptized or whatever. And one of the first comments is, happy you're saved, but no born again believer should be singing about vampires in a skeleton cast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then this one. A decision to follow Christ is something that requires real effort, real changes and responsibility. Things from heaven aren't dark or spooky. Have you ever read the Bible, bitch? But anyway, things from heaven. I am, oh. I am so thrown. I thought you were just becoming a Christian and was even baptized. Why delve or even dabble with things of the occult? Dude, literally. Dude, literally, literally. And my favorite one is, this random person who I ended up going to their profile and they're like, I, I'm pretty sure they, um, on their profile, they were trans and like have obviously had some church trauma with their, with what they wrote. But I, I love it. Cause it's like so fucked up that they even had to say this, but they were like, after reading all these comments, all I can think is there's no love like Christian hate, LOL. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's so sad, bro. Like, yeah, but you're right. We're known for our hate. So congratulations, Kat Von D you're a piece of shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I, it's so sad, yeah. dude. It's so sad. Well, also, she just got baptized uh -huh. and professed her faith. And do you think, like, any Christians could give her, like, even if, it, even if what she, if I believed what she dressed was wrong, and I don't, but mm -hmm. wouldn't you give her some time to get acumen with, like, the things of faith that we don't do? They yeah. don't, they're not even doing that. I know. I know. And Kevin Garcia, if you don't know Kevin Garcia, he wrote a book called Bad Theology Kills um, that Brandon and I both really, I mean, we're a huge fan of Kevin Garcia and his work and his writing and stuff. But he commented actually and said on, on a different post, but I thought it was really good for this conversation. But he said, this is part of the reason I don't call myself a Christian. I'll let other people identify me that way if it makes a difference, but it's precisely other Christians that make me want to distance myself as far as possible from that label. Bro, me too. Me too. Yeah, Dante Stewart said something similar this week too on his, on his stuff. Oh, wait, just I can. Just about, just about like, uh, I have there's it, nobody that makes it hard for Christians like Christians. Yeah. And you know what, Brandon, I'm going to pull it up because I love this quote really quick. What um, Brandon was just talking about Dante Stewart. It said, it's not hard being a Christian in America right now. It's only hard if you feel like you're losing your faith because it's more rooted in white supremacy, nationalism, love of guns, sexism, homophobia, and bigotry. 
more than it is gathered in love and justice, equality and liberation. It is only hard because many people realize their views are being challenged, rejected, and they're losing power. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, that's the one. Yeah. And I think it's that white supremacy and, uh, uh, and sexism and homophobia and bigotry and, uh, nationalism. All of that seems like spooky theology to me. Do you know what I mean? Very spooky. If there's one thing I'm scared about on Halloween, it's nothing to do with the actual root of Halloween and where it started. It's theology and it's half of the Christians I know, honest to God, that's the, that's the doozy for me. Also, Chelsea, not to mention the spookiest imagery of Christians in America are literally people like that were at the January 6th rally that dressed up in like these wild like boar heads and carried their crosses and like prayed in the in the council chambers. That's one spooky image for me. But also (laughs) things like the KKK, they were spooky dookies and they wore crosses. That was a Christian that was a Christian organization. Do you know what I mean? Like Yes, dude. Yes. Just unreal. It is unreal. Um, so, you know, what I feel like I saw this post and I think I sent it to you. Um, because we're kind of talking about, um, Halloween, this, this person that I follow. So first of all, this one person I follow a couple of weeks ago made this post that was like, I, I don't celebrate Halloween and you shouldn't either. And it was this thread about like why you shouldn't celebrate Halloween. So I guess, Brandon, I I was very triggered by that. And yeah. it you and I to kind of have this conversation about like what are our like fundamental beliefs about Halloween or like as Christians, Brandon and I are both Christians. I'll leave a second yeah. for you to be so shocked, especially the people we know that listen to this that definitely don't think we're Christians. I mean, I'll give a moment for you to be like, collect yourself off the ground, but we are Mm -hmm. Christians. We love Jesus and we love God. And I guess I'll throw the Holy spirit in there, but anyway, um, another could be spooky thing, but so um, I'm sorry on this episode of the podcast, Chelsea, we don't have any Holy spirits. All we have (laughs) are the Holy ghost. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Okay, so I can't. But I grew it, up in white church. A Holy Ghost feels very weird for me to say, but oh, yeah. Holy Spirit is generally what. Holy Spirit. I felt like an imposter oh. then, just saying Holy Ghost to be real. Oh, totally. I'm like, wait, is there a ghost in here? Oh. <laughs> wait, is there a ghost? <laughs> I ain't scared of no ghost. No, anyway. Okay, so, um, <laughs> but it made me think about like as Christians and as former pastors. Um, what are our beliefs about Halloween? And like, and, and I just wanted, you know, I, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? And I just wanted to share some of those thoughts with our, with our people, with our homies. Yeah. I think it's an, I think it's a great, a, a great holiday. I'll explain why I think, I think it's a, it's a unique opportunity that the other holidays just don't have. So, um, I don't necessarily know origins of Halloween. Um, but I don't think I need to because as things evolve, mm-hmm. it's less about that. And, yeah. and, and just participating in it, that doesn't mean I sign up for how anything started or I, I'm, I'm endorsing anything that might have been weird in the history of Halloween. I'll have to watch some right. Netflix special or something on Halloween, but no, for real. What, for real. what I would say to Christians – to wait like, to believers or non-believers to believers okay especially those that struggle with calling things halloween parties or call instead you're you're looking for a be the light halloween alternative like <laughs> i i strongly after doing years and years of trunk and treats and treat streets um harvest highway. candy candy crushes and That's- uh, <laughs> candy lands, whatever it is, I just would say, oh, get God. out of your church building, which I would for a million church events, wish that you would leave, yeah. leave your parking lots and stuff and go be at oh, your house, God, especially if you're doing it on the night that your neighborhood does Halloween. I don't care if you do a trunk and treat, if it's two days before your neighborhood celebrates, but if your neighbor's are going around to each other's houses 
and are like knocking on your door and you have to give them 10 cents worth of candy, I would yeah. do it. And I would throw in a free, a free hot dog as well. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's wild that when we talk about our reaching our neighbors, that you, instead of turning your light on and passing out candy and dressing up as an ice cream cone, no matter how ridiculous I would do it, like <laughs> yeah, I absolutely. would do it. And I think because you never know who you could meet, but your favorite, your neighbor seeing your face, I think is just so important. Did you, did you just call me ridiculous? Okay. Anyway. Yeah, but I swear <laughs> to no, but I, I totally agree. And I think, I think it's really a super interesting perspective. It shouldn't be, but it was to me when you made the comment, like it's the one holiday where people come to you because yeah. for me, what's so triggering is um, like, I think what you said is super valuable. I agree 100%. Yeah. The other part of what I would add to what you just said is that I think about my friend that made that post about aunt being anti-Halloween and why Christians shouldn't celebrate. She yep. followed, she followed that up by saying, is there anyone else that doesn't want to celebrate Halloween that would want to come to my house and celebrate like Jesus and and Jesus's love and whatever bullshit she said, because it was bullshit. Um, and I guarantee she ain't listening to this podcast. So sorry, I'm not sorry anyway. But but I I was so triggered by that because here's what I thought. I'm like, you're telling me, you're telling me that all these kids, like you just said, Brandon, are coming to your house. They're coming to you. Yeah. And there's a book, it's called like the, oh, God dang it the turquoise table, or we got to look it up because it's such a oh. good one. I can't remember, but it's something about the, the turquoise table or the something table. And it's about I'll look the, it up while you. Yeah. Okay. The whole concept is this woman writing this story about how she put this bright, like blue or whatever picnic table in her front yard. And she started creating community in her neighborhood, right. like honoring Jesus by doing this um, all because she put a freaking picnic table in her front yard. Right. And, and that, I can't imagine that that's not your imagery with Halloween, regardless of your beliefs, regardless of whether you want to celebrate it or not, your bitch ass is going to be in your house, privately, exclusively country club popping with your other Christian friends while the whole Praying and watching the chosen. What are you doing in there? You've got to be kidding me. Like yeah. yet another opportunity where Jesus says to you, go and love your neighbors in the most literal sense of the, of the scripture. Yeah. If you take it the most literal way you possibly can, you are going to hole up in your crib and host an anti-Halloween party. Dude. No way. I know. People, I know. I know. What's really weird is like people dislike some Christian, like knock on your door type salesman type stuff. Yeah. They always criticize things like the Jehovah's witness and, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. as I think about holidays where you could do something like that, it's like, well, I guess there's caroling, but how freaking weird is caroling? Dude, well, I can't wait for our Christmas episode. I'll be oh here that too, but so no. weird. But, yeah, no. but in Halloween, they come to your door and you can walk around with your kids and you can go to their door. Your kids can make friends. I mean, from a strategic standpoint, and I'm not, I'm not in the convert everybody you know type know. like but but if you were if i was your strategy just doesn't make any sense right right so I, celebrate I, halloween and, and part of this is from a friend of mine um that is a church staff member okay. and he he if the church is doing anything on the 31st will not will not because his neighborhood if they do tr uh trick-or-treating on the 31st whatever day it is yeah, because I know some are like doing it tonight on the on the twenty ninth or something like that. But um, what's interesting is he said he said that said that he purchases more like special effects decor. He has he has projections on pumpkins. He has lights on in his garage. He'll do all of this stuff because then they linger at his house. Yeah. He'll bust out his his George Foreman or whatever black blackstone grill or whatever the the craze is on tiktok that i've seen these like expensive grills and he like starts rolling hot dogs has all the fixings has has like punch ha like 
kids have candy. He probably sets out some cornhole or stuff. And people in his neighborhood hang out in in his in his front yard for probably more than the minute visit that everybody else gets. And he gets to know their name and and know where they live. You know, are have, are you recently moved in? Like, yeah. And, and like, I thought that was beautiful when he shared with me, like, that's what, and he invited me over for Halloween, like me and Jackie, like that, honestly, although we were churched, but still like that idea that his house is open for that and his yeah. house is open all year round. Like he invites people over like crazy, but yeah, I loved that. It, it gave me, it gave me goosebumps when you were telling that story because it is the beauty of of stepping outside of your own selfishness yep. to step inside of a selflessness like Jesus to do something like actually care about engaging yeah. in your neighborhood, regardless of the risk. And for me, I feel like if you did not want to celebrate Halloween and let's say you didn't want your kids exposed, whatever the fuck that means, if that's how right. you feel you couldn't stay in your hub and host something like that, then good, then good. Don't bring your kid around. Don't take them out trick-or-treating. Have them sit inside and pray with their Bible. But would you not host something like that? Well, yeah. then good. Then you're then you're doing the work, right? You're providing, you're, you're like, but you're not out there being exposed. E- even then, even in that ideology, you could still have something in your yard. You know what I mean? Even more so to press this like idea is if you have 30 trunks at your church for your trunk and treat mm-hmm. that is most likely 30 neighborhoods where you could have each person doing that and instead of your church budget spending whatever they spend on decorations for that event could they buy the the packs of hot dogs dude or could they could they like We're buy gonna... the candy to pass out and give it to your families and say like please i, I don't know just like i just think So many churches are like, come to our building instead of let's go out. I know. And we're going to talk, you know, maybe we'll even have a couple children's pastors as guests in season two. Who knows? We haven't gone that far yet. We're just in the writing stages. But, um, you know, I have a really good friend that's a children's pastor. It's her full-time career in ministry. And unfortunately, she's still in the Nazarene church. (laughs) But I love her. She's great. Um, And her name's Emily. And Emily, um, I will never forget the pushback she got when we were sitting in a staff meeting and she said, I don't want to host some big egg hunt. And everyone's like, ah! you know, cause Easter it's like, Oh my God, if you don't have an egg hunt at your church, you're a piece of shit. So yeah. Emily, so they were like, well, what do you mean? And she's like, well, I want to empower and encourage our families that attend the church to host their own neighborhood egg hunts in their neighborhood. But I want to provide all the stuff because she's like, sometimes the biggest barrier of hosting your own egg hunt isn't lack of like effort or wanting it's lack of money. It's lack of resources. So she's like, I want to provide the signs and the eggs and the candy. I'll give everything they need, the flyers, everything. But in their neighborhood, even if it's just their street, even if it's just their five neighbors and this beautiful, incredible concept, not only, um, I, I really think, you know, off and on was kind of shut down. I mean, they, they did let her do it for a couple of years, but, or a year or whatever. But anyway, I, it was the most beautiful thing that I'd ever gotten to be a part of. And I just don't know how to explain what it was like to watch someone who loves Jesus and who loves God and believes in the scriptures and like believes in the sanctity of church, like believes that church can be good. Right. Which isn't where I'm at necessarily right now, but she does. And to, to sit and say, I don't want to host some big egg hunt. I want to, I want to go to them. I don't, I don't want them to have to come to us. Maybe church isn't for them. Maybe they don't have time. Maybe they'll never come here, but I want to still go to them because whether they will ever invest in our church or not, or ever step foot in this stupid fucking building, I love them enough to go to them anyway. Like no strings attached. I just want to go. And the mission of somebody that's full time in the church, like feeling that was so is is still, even to this day, obviously so powerful to me. And like, I know that means the church won't get their email address and phone number and whatnot, but like, nobody wants like it. You, like you said, Chelsea, uh, or, or like your friend, Emily said, I care enough that I don't need any of that. Yep. Like, yep. So it's cool. Cause what's it really about? What's it really about? And the yep. families that, <laughs> that you really impact, they'll want to know that just happens organically. 
What, yeah. what do you mean? We, we had kids from neighborhood egg hunts that came to our church. Yeah. They just, but that wasn't the focal point. That wasn't a bait and switch, bro. What do you feel about uh, like goodie bags of candy with stapled on like flyers for the church? Like, up right now, just shut up. I'm just kidding, honestly. Can I? Oh, you go. No, you go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Please, please. I have to low key tell you about um, when I was growing up. I remember one year. My, you know, how I talked about before on the podcast that my grandpa would hand out tracks. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Halloween was a big deal to my grandpa for pass, for passing out tracks and God bless, his heart. God bless his heart. But I do have to say, I would hate to see in this day and age, but he loved God. I know. I know. <laughs> but I would hate to see a little track telling you about like, like, don't it'd be like don't like be don't be spooked into believing like the, the lies like you know that'd be the catchphrase title Dude, of it go to our text go to our text thread and what did, what did you send me that picture go it was like something about jesus you see are you are you following jesus <laughs> not anymore not after that shit like it's not punny and now you're done you're done and so, I'm pretty sure there was a there was a Halloween where they were stapled to a box of raisins. And I, if you were a, ch- a child that received a box of raisins with a track, I apologize, and I owe you a, a king size Snickers or something. You know what I mean? Also, God only knows where you are now. If that's what happened, like if yeah. that kind of church trauma happened to you, please come home. You're welcome here. This podcast is for you. We we did this thing when the podcast first launched and it was like, if you've been shunned by the church, I love it, by the way, I'm not making fun of it. I mean, I kind of am because it was kind of cringy, but it was so we cute. should redo it. We should, but it should be like, if you received a track attached yes. to a box of raisins on Halloween, if you too were duped by a Christmas youth group party showing the video left behind, like, you know, like- if you attended the be the light uh, party Halloween alternative. <laughs> if If you had a car in Harvest Highway. Oh shit! But if you bobbed for an apple <laughs> in, a, in a in a pool of water, that definitely had some other person's saliva. <laughs> and the apple you got had a Bible verse on it. All right, anyway. Mm. So I saw this Facebook post. Eve's that I just bit wanted. from the apple too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I was gonna take that somewhere. Anyway, okay, okay, okay. So, oh god, this person says a quick note on Halloween. I think we should be focusing less on origins. And what does this season invite? Wow. So interesting that you say that. I agree. Good perspective. 100%. So I'm actually like about to comment, but you know, you got to read the rest of the post. Each believer has their own convictions. I don't judge. Bitch. (laughs) However, I want us to remember what this holiday invites. Murder. Death. Gore. Crime. Fear. (laughs) Violence darkness this is my favorite anxiety demons (laughs) satan (laughs) demonic possession can anyone tell me why murder is entertaining how about demonic possession anyway she goes on to all these things and then and then at the end it says out of nowhere like i have no clue how this even like it doesn't make any sense all of a sudden the post closes with christmas invites joy and love and peace and life Christmas invites Jesus. Halloween invites anger, anxiety, and death. Because Halloween invites Satan. And Satan's in all caps. And I'm just like, no fucking way did you just put this on the internet. (laughs) So, Chelsea, is Halloween the opposite of Christmas? But that's what I mean. Like, what do you mean, bro? And, And like, what are you talking about? Christmas is fake shit, man. You celebrate Christmas. You really think Jesus was born on Christmas? Y'all cracked out of your mind? It's He wasn't. You're just celebrating some weird shit at a weird uh, time. That doesn't make sense. He was, and Mary birthed them right underneath a tree. And it. <laughs> and then they. And that's why gifts go under the tree. Duh. Duh. No, and you guys, I love Christmas. Like, I'm a psychopath, man. 100%. Yeah, I love but, Christmas. I, I think it has joy, too. Do you know what I mean? Like, I... Th- 
I think it invites Jesus too. With your neighbors. So does hanging out with the hood. So does passing out hot dogs and corn and having cornhole in your front yard. Like, yeah. So does like so does dressing up as your favorite superhero or dressing up as Poppy the troll. Do you know what I mean? Like, weird, weird. Someone did that once. Yeah. Dude, yeah. So we're gonna I, have I to post on social media like some of our favorite favorite uh oh costume oh, premieres. Yeah. We'll we'll go through tonight so we can get it out like in preparation for this episode. That'll be totally. like our content. Totally. Um, to close out, I know we've went on for a long time about this rant, but I think it is important. Like I know we've said a lot, and I know I've said a lot of F words, but the reality is like this is really hard for Christians. Like it is really hard to be someone that loves God and have to sit back on holidays like Halloween. Right. And really feel like it's such an opportunity for Christ to shine and like for you to be with your neighbors and for you to like just be a normal freaking human and and to constantly see Christians lashing back all of the time. It, it just feels like I know I know that our rants were long, but like it, we needed a platform and a place to say, like, you guys are cracked out of your mind. And it is really important that you put Jesus ahead of your own garbage and and start celebrating Halloween. You know what I mean? But. Anyway, I did want to say, I really wanted to close on something that um, I thought was the most unreal thing that's ever happened to me. And it is this concept, Brandon, have you ever heard or experienced a hell house? I think I have. Yeah. I, I, two, two churches that I've been to two churches, hell houses. Can you please explain it? Yeah. So, I mean, we've Good talked luck. about churches Good and luck. when... When churches have Halloween come around and they're debating, do we want to do a Harvest Highway this year? Do we want to do this or be the light party? They, some of them decide, let's do a haunted house. But instead of it being haunted, it's going to be a hell house. And we will give people a glimpse as to as to what happens if they continue to choose sin in life. And they go through all these like dark scenes where... Maybe in the first couple of rooms, you see a scene where somebody was sleeping around and then the next one, they're abusing drugs. And then, and then the next one is a car crash. And this person that they've told you about this, this story, this per I'm pretty good at making this up on the spot. This is actually true. This uh, actually is the hell house I attended. So keep going. And they had a the car crash was a sudden death. This individual that you've been following the story of didn't get to pray the salvation prayer or did and rejected and and did not change their life. And then they show you what hell looks like and you're in these flaming rooms or uh, where you get to nothing but but bad things and whatever whatever picture they put there. And I mean like a dark room with fog machines and and gates up while demons dressed as devils inside are on the gate like this is hell i mean like i i that's the exact hell house i went to that was the hell that i walked through it's very interesting that christians could be like i don't want no spirit halloween i got the holy spirit and then it's like actually they're purchasing a lot of the spirit Halloween's inventories for these hell houses, but whatever. Absolutely. They kept them in business for real. They probably did. Yeah. A good quarter of their sales probably, but um, not really. Uh, but then they have a last scene, which is like clouds, bright white light, Apple store esque lighting. Absolutely. And here comes white bearded Jesus that yes. gets to tell you that, you know, you missed the boat, like, so that's why you went where you went. And But if you don't want that to happen, you can pray this prayer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's typically probably the senior pastor giving the salvation prayer after you've just shit your pants from fear. Absolutely. You Absolutely. now uh, choose Jesus obviously willingly because that's the only, but like after you've gotten this fear message mm -hmm. how did mm -hmm. i do chels honestly that is exactly what my experience was it was unbelievably mortifying and extremely scary and um i was literally looking for a picture just now while you were talking which of course i can't find it i'm but sure there's a walkthrough pov video on youtube 
Um, dude, of some should... churches somewhere, Hell House. We should have found that, but there might even I... be Hell House the movie at this point. I literally have photos of me, but it doesn't matter. I'm not going to show them because it doesn't, I'm not in the actual hell house. Like, which hopefully maybe we can like pop one on the little screen for you or something, but of me as this like baby Christian in front of the sign. And you know what that, I do wonder what the sign said. Cause now I forget like, of cause it was like, you were here, you know, straight out of hell, dude, shut up. That, that couldn't have been it. Right. Like there's no way. Um, but gave my life to Christ. (laughs) Dude, 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 dude. Oh, I found it. We experienced the Revelation house. Yeah, this is the one. I literally just found it. And here's the worst part. You guys, you're going to shit your pants. And I wish I didn't have to do this, but I have to. Because if we're going to call out all these other mother effers and I'm going to act like I'm innocent, I can't. This is my Facebook post from 367 weeks ago. So it doesn't give me a date. Instagram's cute like that. Okay. That's a long time. you That's guys, seven years. Wow. You guys, if you haven't been to this, I will go with you next weekend because it is worth your time. It took about 30 minutes and was just a beautiful picture of our choices, our fate, and our providence. I'm going to kill myself. Also, I'm blessed for my buddy tonight. Well, because I couldn't say his name on social media. That was why. Who recommitted his life to Christ. So if you're a friend of Chelsea's, please text her and ask her to go to Hell House this year. <laughs> Hashtag God is on the move. <laughs> Hashtag Revelation House. Hashtag Brighton Naz. A good little call out there. But it was traumatizing. It was it was literally like one of the worst experiences of my life. But but like Brandon said earlier, when you're in it, you don't realize like you I feel like you're you really are almost in a cult. Like you you don't realize how traumatizing and dangerous and and how how toxic the theology of that concept is mm-hmm. and just how fake that faith is like imagine how how disingenuine that seventh grader's commitment to Christ was that night and and i I actually think that seventh grader maybe no maybe it's i was think i think it's one of my students who he's he's in college now. I think or just graduating soon and he listens to our podcast. I just imagine God being like after that like that prayer was prayed and just being like listen bro that was some scary shit. You can talk to me later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in the, in the room where we're sitting in the classroom cuz you were at desks and you had to put your head down and they would say the salvation prayer and then they'd say if you believe it raise your hand but keep your head down so you can't see anyone. And um and I feel like in that quiet moment, hopefully God was like, dude, this isn't the shit. This isn't right. Imagine all that all that stuff happening to you, and then you have to trust the people in the room enough to put your head down on the table and like... Oh my God, you guys. I went just... to one when I was in high school, Chelsea, and I remember seeing somebody that I went to church with like, uh, well, at my like at uh, my like relative's church or something like that. So I've like known this guy from school. And like they're one of the kids in one of the scenes or whatever, and they're like so scared because their dad tragically died in the car accident or whatever. Like, and I'm like, oh, hey Chad, how's it going? Hey Chad, hope your real dad's good. Let me know later. Is that your real dad? <laughs> Dude, it's really yeah. It's just so, and that's just another 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 thing about you know being in the church and just completely missing the mark. Like just just not having a damn clue and and being so out of touch with reality that really thinking like this is what's healthy to get people to know God's love put them through the freaking cinders of the fire this yep. is going to do it wild well happy halloweeny dropouts yeah we uh we love you guys and thanks for taking this like ranting episode journey with us i know that it's not always like our feelings are not every Christian's feelings. Um, and we've had that YouTube comment with the keyboard warrior before. That's just like, I think you're really over, over generalizing Christians. It's like, well, that's fair for you to say, but in our experience, this is 80% of the people we spent our time around back in the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, but we just appreciate you guys being in this space. And um, I do want to say really quick, I went to a concert last week to see Semler, who is like literally amazing. Um, her mm. music has just 
changed my life and genuinely and i saw a girl at the concert from like like she had come up to me from like being not near where we were she had like came up to the front and wanted to talk and introduced herself and basically recognized me because she loves the podcast and it was like probably one of the coolest moments to be able to connect with like one of you guys like literally in a in a random venue in toledo like it was just so cool so anyway, we got to talking and she actually lives in the area and she's not far and she was sharing some of her experience with me and she showed up at my gym this morning. And so I just want to give a shout out to Rach for like connecting at the concert with me and like, and just to our listeners in general who like genuinely take this community so seriously that it's like, mm -hmm. it's something that they value so much that they thrive and they, and they want so badly to keep coming to this space um and finding like relationship and people that are like-minded and um so we got a great workout in this morning and it was such a blessing to me and That's i just so want to cool. say like we love you guys so much and like you have no clue you have no clue how much it means to us that you keep listening and that you're still mm -hmm. showing up in this space like it just means the world to us we love you guys we're excited to uh to keep talking we've got one more episode after this uh, before we end season one for a little holiday break. But we're excited for season two and thank you for trusting us uh, with the time. And we will uh, we'll get you back uh, because we know how much this means to some of you. So bye. Happy Halloween. Hey fam. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Religious Dropouts podcast. We hope it gave you a space to breathe, to laugh and connect. It's our hope that as you journey along with us, that you too might find yourself saying, damn, it feels good to be a dropout. Be sure to check out our show notes for links to anything mentioned in this episode, including ways to connect with us on social media. We'd also love for you to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with anyone you know who might want to join our community. You are loved. Have a great week.